I love animals in the sense that I would never wish an animal well. Bugs. Bugs are the ones where I'm too, like, iffy. Like, man, I do not like them, in a sense. But, like, mm-hmm. mammals, like, just about any kind. I'm like, oh, they're so sweet. I don't know anything about them. I'm like, oh, they're so cute and sweet yeah. and stuff like that. They're really cool. I've been watching this one dude who's a uh, fish biologist on oh, YouTube. Oh, cool. nice. And, you know, I like a lot of ocean stuff and everything. Yeah. And I used to watch all these videos of, like, crazy ocean critters that have been yeah. spotted and everything. And yeah. so this guy, one of his, like, most popular youtube videos they started doing them this year nice. like fish biologist reacts to oh yes very very popular love, like, reaction megalodon videos. videos oh yeah yeah yeah. and then he like, just proves it, it all yeah, yeah, very yeah. but he's not a jerk about it he's yeah. not rude he's really really funny and i might have seen one watch. of his about eels yeah he has he has like a bunch now and then he started putting out youtube videos that like teach you biology essentially like marine biology and like little pieces and increments and it's really really cool but i have learned so much about generalized ocean stuff and things like that just from watching those videos so like nice the one popular thing that they always say because they always try to make it scary yeah all these like videos are like we only know 15 percent of the ocean like all this other stuff and he's like correction he's like we know a lot about the ocean it's just that other vast majority using like sonar technology and everything it's just void yeah nothing there yeah it's like and even if we do get a ping it's like some animal or something made its way there and was like there's nothing happening here i'm out (laughs) and then leaves and he's like so yes most of the ocean has nothing going on so there's no reason to explore it because we would just be like in an empty void no, which is kind of well, scary you know, in a way. You just need a Those moment are... of silence where you feel like drop a bunch of scientists in this yeah. little spot and they're like, ah, peace and quiet. Yeah, mm. for hundreds. That's where you have your like huge epiphanies, mm-hmm. like the Odin sleep. <laughs> yeah. That's where people are like, you know, Cthulhu is down ah, there. Yes, you know, yes, yes, Megalodon yes. is in these empty spaces. Like, yeah, yeah totally. And it's dead by next week because there's nothing for it to eat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, it's it's pretty cool and fun to be able to, like, learn about those things. Yeah. So, yeah. Animals are great. Hello, animal lovers. Welcome to my podcast where I geek out about animals. I'm Nicole, and you are listening to Animal Facts. This podcast may not be suitable for all listening ears, specifically young ones. And I just want to remind everyone that I am not a professional, just an animal enthusiast, because I just love learning about them. I think they're so cool, and they can do so many cool things. Some things I say may just be my opinion, and sometimes I am misinformed. Or sometimes I am just straight up wrong. So forgive me, I am only human after all. But please email me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so I can correct myself and I also have the chance to learn from you. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy! Alright, you ready to learn? I am ready to learn. About this other animal? Yes. Which made me laugh earlier, you were talking about forest rats. Um... (laughs) I don't know what it even entails. I that's and that's the thing too. I was like, uh, I don't know what what would a forest rat be. I don't know, but we're gonna talk about something today that might be close enough to it. It's gonna be great. Um, welcome, animal lovers. This is the Animal Facts Podcast. I'm Nicole. I am Cody. Cody is back with us because he's great, and I know you guys all loved him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so this 
week's personal question is, what is something you collect? Like rocks or cards or shot glasses, keychains, license plates? Um, let's see. This one is... What have I been collecting as of recent? I used to be like really big into hobbies, like Warhammer and stuff, and collecting Warhammer. That, but... <laughs> a little too expensive to casually collect yes, uh, yes. random things. Um, so one one of my most recent things is I have been collecting because it's not that expensive, but um, this sounds so nerdy. Arcade arcade stick parts because oh. I play fighting games competitively. Interesting. And um, yes, I really nerded out on all of that. The history of buttons. American arcade machines, Korean arcade machines, That's Japanese cool. arcade machines, and things like that. So, because <laughs> it's a little surprise bit, me, <laughs> it's a little rare in a sense, but yeah. not really because any kind of old arcade machine is really common. Yeah, and they're all based off of ones from either Korea or Japan, and then America made its own kind okay. of style of ones, but it's still based off of those. So, push buttons levers for how they work tops where you have either the ball top or the bat top which is like it looks like a bat um and things like that so i've been collecting so much of that stuff recently and like limited edition ones anniversary ones all these different crazy ones and it's really not that expensive That's and the cool. thing is like, i'll buy awesome. like a button at a time when it's like three bucks nice levers That's like i feel like a cost of like a normal collectible exactly. thing like a shot glass so like or something like that i was trying to do pop figures for a while because i love the pop yeah little dudes there yeah but i just they get off. expensive they can and... get pricier and then i fall off with it i don't keep up yeah or anything like that and then magic there's so many there's um a lot and i think some of them look really great and i think some of them look really bad too. yeah like yeah. some of them is like I don't really feel like this looks like the character that they yeah. say this is and Didn't stuff. Really and then other ones well. are, yeah, and some of them are just like, yeah, these are awesome. But that's what I've been collecting as of recent. I like and it, it. It's really cool. It's really fun. Um, actually, on Tuesday, I was in an East Coast tournament for this game called Guilty Gear Strive, and I went third place. Ooh, yeah. yay! Yeah. Out of 12 people, it wasn't that big of a pool, but still. <laughs> I mean, it's to still be a third good. Play, yeah, it's still great. I mean, I had it's to really better third out of through. three. Yeah, <laughs> usually in other ones, I would uh, definitely be dead last out of and say twenty okay. or twenty. As long people. as you have fun, right? Yeah. Oh, I had not an amazing the biggest time. It was thing. really, really cool. It was a lot of fun. So, good. Yeah, I do all that stuff, and it's just been really fun. Nothing cool. is more exciting than having a arcade stick and just smacking the buttons. That's it. <laughs> just smack those buttons. I love the sound. I love the way it clicks. It's very, very cool. That so yeah, fun. that is something I've been collecting recently. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a cool, like, collecting item. Makes it mine seem kind random. of lame. Ow. I collect spoons. Spoons? <laughs> like, the collectible spoons. Oh, yeah. Like, from, like, Argentina. I don't know. Like, just, I see. Okay. I don't have any from Argentina. Really? I haven't been there. Um, but anytime someone goes on a trip, they're like, do you want me to bring back anything? I'm like, bring me back a spoon. Like, so like <laughs> half of them, I haven't even been to the place, but mm -hmm. I think the spoons are super fun, but I collect spoons. That's really cool. Um, yeah. And my husband collects decks of cards, like unique decks of cards. Oh, okay. Nice. So he's got over 50 or a hundred. I don't very, even know. He's got so cool. many. We need to find a way to display them because we amazing. have my spoons on display. So 
Nice. That's really but awesome. Yeah. I like Spoons that. and cards is that's what cool. this family collects. <laughs> uh, if I was more of a traveler, uh, if you've ever seen the movie Saving Private Ryan, there's one scene where mm-hmm. one of the guys um, has this little sack with him and he pulls it out. And he has a little tin, and he puts soil from Omaha Beach in it. Oh, and I've it seen shows those. all the other tins, and it's like Africa. Yeah, all the places yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would have been so I've cool. I've seen if people I do that more. for Christmas ornaments. That would be wicked. Yeah, that they like pour so the sand cool. and the mm-hmm. dirt in the Christmas ornament, and they yeah. like write where it's from. And I think that's super cool. That but so I also neat. don't but travel that much. I'm not a traveler much. at all. So like, <laughs> Same. I, I barely travel from here to your place. Yeah. <laughs> like, Same. I'm very much travel. a homebody. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I love the indoors. Yes. The outdoors are great. Nature is cool and everything. Traveling is but, fun. Yeah, but, but it's but also expensive. Personally, yeah, that's the thing. Expensive, and I could never do it alone. Do yeah, I get far too much anxiety. Yeah, being alone sucks. Definitely. Mm. And then to embark on a literal journey like that. Yeah. Just like kind of becomes a little nerve wracking. Yeah. The anxiety starts to heighten at the yes. thought. Yes. Doing it would be like. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Very nerve wracking. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Yeah. I was, a, I was also an avid dice collector prior though. Nice. That's what I was doing before. Dice. dice for everything. D6s, all the D&D dice, all those things. Nice. There's a really cool company called Chessex that does them all. And Ooh. they have festive dice. Ooh. They were they were beautiful colors. It's like these cotton cool. candy ones. Oh. These ones that look like pizza. They have like all these really Ooh. cool like That's cool. water looking ones. Yeah, this is very, very cool. I was going so cool. ham on those. But then that started to get a little too expensive. Yeah. And I was like. That's the thing. is like yeah. once the collection becomes more like pricey, you're like, ooh, maybe yeah, I need that's to dial when I have it to back. Like, yeah, that's when I have to chill. And then, yeah. So. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. There it's we go. Fun. What do you guys collect? Email them to me or send me pictures on Instagram. I don't know. Communicate to me, listeners. Yeah. Ma- <laughs> mail, mail us uh, uh, mason jars of farts. <laughs> for free, though. We ain't paying for that. <laughs> This is my mason jar fire from a listener from New Guinea. <laughs> New Guinea. I love Thank it. You, Thank you, Tasmania. I'm just naming places around Australia. Tasmanian gas. Thank you, it. Singapore. <laughs> I love it. Well, you ready to learn what this animal is? I am. Excellent. Here are your three trivia things. Numero okay. one. Um, hint. It is a mammal. Okay. It does have an A in it. And your first trivia thing is it's a marsupial with a rear facing pouch. Do you know what a marsupial is? No. Like a kangaroo. Okay. Like that kind of rear facing pouch. Rear facing pouch. Which is odd. The only animal I know that had a pouch was a kangaroo. <laughs> Other animals it's not have a kangaroo. Too? Yes, other oh marsupials have, like koalas are marsupials, opossums. Mm. But it has a pouch. Mm-hmm. Marsupials have pouches. All of they're them. Because the, mm-hmm, they're the ones that have like their babies after just like Tasmanian devils. They have like their babies just after like a couple of weeks, and they're like itty bitty, and then they go into the pouch, and that's where they finish developing Where's into their the full form. Pouch right on, <laughs> on its belly. <laughs> It's just covered by fur. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. Look at you learning. Oh, my goodness. Mammal. I had no idea. Pouches. <laughs> Pouches, yay. Yeah, koalas. Kangaroos are probably the most common marsupial known, but there are a lot of marsupials. Okay. My goodness. That changes so much now. <laughs> okay. Um, well, we've said Tasmanian devil. We've said koala. We've said kangaroo, so it can't be those lads. <laughs> Nope. Um, he purposely did not say the animal. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I'm 
All right, we're going to... Yeah, I don't know marsupials at all. That's okay. So... You can just say a random animal. You can be like, I don't know, next clue. <laughs> all right, we're going to go... We're going to go with panda. Panda! Now, it's probably not a marsupial, but I'm just going to say panda because that's what my heart is saying. I love it. So I love your panda. heart. It's not a panda. Okay. <laughs> clue number two. Its common name can translate back to pig rat, which is why I was laughing about the pig forest rat. rat. <laughs> pig rat. Pig rat. It is, uh, it, 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 it's gotta be the, uh, is it a mole rat? It is not a mole rat. <laughs> it's not a bad guess, though. I don't think rat. mole rats are marsupials either. But then again, I don't know everything. I, I'm like, hey, that's a marsupial? Wait, that's a marsupial? So. Would that be a mammal, maybe? It is a mammal. Mammal, okay. It is a mammal. Your third clue is Sony... The company mm-hmm. helped make it super popular in 1996. That is the year Crash Bandicoot came out, I believe. Uh-huh. I don't know what Crash Bandicoot is. I, oh. I don't know what creature that is. <laughs> I don't know what creature <laughs> I thought Crash Bandicoot was a fox. Okay. Orange. Yeah. Snow. I also thought Crash Bandicoot was a fox. Silly the hairdo. Mm-hmm. No tail, though. That's mm-hmm. the problem. I don't believe they had a tail. Yeah, they wear the I don't jeans, think so. yeah, don't they? Yeah, the pants and that the That was shoes. like the only game on Xbox that I played because it was my game. My brother had the Xbox and he had all of his games, mm-hmm. but I had Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And I didn't beat it until I was in high school. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot is a very difficult game. It, it is. It is not easy. It, it is, is not an That easy makes game. me feel a lot better. It took me no, so long you, to yeah. <laughs> We, we, all, we all talk about those old games. For like years. Mm-hmm. We talk about those old games like Mario and stuff like They're that. They're so that are cool. hard. No, those games were hard. So, so difficult. hard. There's so like games on our Nintendo or Super Nintendo that like Lion King and Aladdin. I'm like, ha! Ah, no, I can't beat those. I never like Mortal did. I Kombat. tried. I tried. They're I literally so tried to beat Super Mario Bros. 2. That's the one that like crushed my soul and I was like, it's, it ain't happening. They're so hard. Happening. They made them so they hard. They made them so damn difficult. At least compared to nowadays. Maybe it's just because everything's easier to your hands move now. now. Yeah. You know, there's always something that you can do. Back then, they were like, here's this game we made. Yep. Good yeah, luck. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, because there was no technology, really, to, like, talk about it. So they had the magazines, and they yeah. had the journalists who really had to do the prying questions and yeah. work to be like, hey, there's a secret hole right here. You know that? So, very interesting. But, yes, I'm going to guess it's a Crash Bandicoot, but I don't know what <laughs> you Crash Bandicoot is. You don't know what Crash Bandicoot is. is. <laughs> I love it. Um... Drum roll. I'm so glad I saved that bus. Because your animal is a bandicoot. Is that really what they're called? A bandicoot? (laughs) I also did not know bandicoots were real until one day I was doing research on a different animal. I was like, wait, bandicoot? Bandicoots are real? That's an amazing I thought it was name. just a name for Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I thought it was just, but no, a name. bandicoot is an actual animal. Wow. I did not know that. <laughs> right? So, here you go. Crash Bandicoot. Bandicoot. What do bandicoots look like IRL then? <laughs> Pig rats. <laughs> They're basically Australians possums. <laughs> They're Australian possums. That's uh, all they are. So they're native to Australia? Yes. Okay. I will show you a picture of a bandicoot. Honestly, doing the research for this, I got a lot of Crash Bandicoot things. Because, like, it just came out, like, the Crash Bandicoot 4 just came out, like, last year or something. Mm-hmm. But that's a bandicoot. Okay, Crash looks nothing like that. No. And I'm going to say right now. But I now, mean, he's most. Deve- he's got the long nose. 
the ears. The okay, never comparison. mind. He looks pretty close. It's just because he's on his hind legs. Yeah. Aww. Bandicoots are cute. Bandicoots yeah, are cute. Fella. They're cute little brown guys. And for those who did not look at just a picture, I will describe their appearance in a minute. <laughs> I can't wait to learn about how they murder everything. Because that's inevitably going to happen, right? They're going to agree. They torture their prey. <laughs> just roll it around. Decapitate it. Crush its skull. You know, all those awful things. <laughs> some general info now that we know bandicoots are a real animal which is why we were like i don't know what crash bandicoot is i was like he's a bandicoot <laughs> his name is what? just crash crash the bandicoot yeah. <laughs> i love it <laughs> i also love that you know 1996 is when sony came out with crash bandicoot well you know <laughs> video game trivia is pretty okay for me <laughs> i love it I figured you would enjoy them because of the video game connection. Oh. I almost did Great White Sharks because I was like, I swear he said Ooh, at one point those I were his been, favorite animal. I would have ripped right through that. I know a good amount of stuff from Great White Sharks. Excellent. So Thank I just you, won't AV ever do Great Whites with you. Because <laughs> you'll just already know everything. Yep. <laughs> so good thing I didn't do that and I went with Bandicoot instead. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so some general information about the Bandicoot is that thanks to evol evolutionary adaptions, bandicoots have the ability to switch between different modes of movement. They can hop around on their hind legs t similar to a kangaroo mm. or walk on all four legs similar to an opossum. Um, their hind legs or their hind limb is also useful for inch for grooming. There we go. <laughs> grooming. Grooming. Um and then the name bandicoot is actually a rough translation from the word pandy koku or pig rat from the South Indian language of Telugu. Wow. I'm really bad with foreign names and things. No, I'm sorry absolutely. everyone. I'm they do very that on American. purpose. They do it on purpose. <laughs> um and then the term was originally applied to an unrelated group of rodents in India before it was adapted to describe the marsupial. It also goes by several different names in local dialects as well. So they did think it was a rodent. And then they just like thought this one thing about bandicoots. And then as they researched them more, they like just keep learning more. And they're like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> There's more to it than you think. Yeah. So they come from... Like, the word bandicoot is also an informal name for a group of omnivorous marsupials that comprise the order of... <laughs> Science word! Permelomorphia. And great. Yep. And that order includes both the true bandicoots and their closely related um, cousins, the bilby, which I also really wanted to talk about. Bilby. Yeah, they're so cute! Well, I'll show you pictures of those two. The bilby. It's also an Australian animal. <laughs> Sure, they've got the, the cute critters and they got the crazy... Bilby! Wow, that thing is adorable. <laughs> it's like a little mouse yeah. rat, rat thing, kangaroo rat. thing. I don't even I know. I love the ears. <laughs> I know, they have giant ears. So that's the Bilby. Ears. And okay. that is, it's it's like in the same family order as the true bandicoot. Um, and then as scientists have learned more about bandicoots, um, their evolution and behavior, they have changed the classification several times Whoa. and they're constantly splitting apart groups and combining other groups cause they just keep learning and they're like, Oh wait, Oh wait, Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a whole shuffleboard of crazy things with the bandicoot. 
Um, but there are currently more than 200 known species of bandicoots documented across their order. Wow, okay. So compared dung beetle, I had 8,000, <laughs> correct? This one's 200, so yes. far a lot less. Yes, 20. 20, not 200, 20. <laughs> oh, 20. You added an extra My bad. zero. <laughs> I was giving you more credit than you deserve, bandicoots. <laughs> yeah. 20, wow, there is yes. like virtually none of you. I know. I mean, it's better than some that only have like two. <laughs> like the manta rays only got like two species. Yeah, and <sighs> all of it is prick. I hate them. <laughs> Kill the manta rays now. What? Kill my big Steve Irwin. Manta rays didn't kill Steve Irwin. Stingrays, my bad. Never mind. Manta rays. Manta rays don't kill people. Save them. Save the manta rays. Stingrays. Stingrays. We just did an episode of manta rays a few weeks ago, too. Oh. Yeah, now Finding Nemo, was it was it a manta ray that was the bus for all of them when the kids get on top of it? I think he's a stingray. Maybe he is a manta ray. I think he's a stingray because he doesn't have the little horn things. Oh, manta rays have horns. They don't have like, they're not horns, but they kind of have like like that, like, like they look like it. They look like a stingray with those like protruding like bits at their head. Oh, okay. Um, But they don't have the spiky barb, like the stingy barb either. The stingy tail. But they get really big. Massive. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, their appearance. Like other marsupials, the bandicoot is an animal that carries its young in a specialized pouch Aww. for the first few weeks of its life. However, the difference is that the pouch faces backwards rather than forwards, um, and this is to prevent the dirt from entering it when the bandicoot is digging around in the ground. What does that mean faces backwards? So kangaroos, if they like lean forward, their pouch is like right here, so their babies are like facing towards like their head, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think instead the pouch faces more towards like their back legs, like towards their tail. Oh, so like so maybe it's like flipped. flipped. So that uh, way, when they're digging, okay. the dirt doesn't go in the pouch. I see. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I think opossums have their pouch like horizontal, so it's like sideways. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> marsupials are weird. <laughs> is that one of the defining characteristics of marsupials? Is the pouch? I believe so. Okay. Okay. And, like, the way that they have their babies. Like they're... I'm learning so much in such a short amount of time. <laughs> I really am. This is good. so fun. Good. I'm so glad. <laughs> and you ask me things, and I'm like, I don't know the actual answer, but I should look into that more. I'm going to believe you no matter what you say. You can tell me something ridiculous. Like, wow, Marsupials. <laughs> Marsupials actually consume a lot of soup, and therefore, you know, that's what they are. Like, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and they make a Marcy sound. Marcy. Marcy. <laughs> Marcy. <laughs> can you imagine an act? Like a kangaroo just hopping and it's like, Marcy, Marcy, Marcy. <laughs> Yes. That'd actually be a really funny sound, especially like a herd of them, just like a bunch of Oh my of god, Marcy, what Marcy? is that noise? <laughs> it's just like a bunch of like frogs croaking and cricket surfing you just hear in the Marcy. background. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Beautiful. I love I it. I like that. Um, so its most distinguishing features are its pointed snout, big ears, long hairless tail, round black eyes, and plump body. So very similar to an opossum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the hair color is brown or tan, kind of like a mouse. But sometimes they'll have like mixed of like black or white markings or like kind of like a stripey look to it. And then their hind limbs tend to be longer than their front limbs, which helps them to hop like a kangaroo. And then the two toe, the two of their toes are fused together, similar to a kangaroo, which I think is very interesting. 
Mm. Um, and then it typically varies in size between about 12 to 31 inches in length. And I think it just depends on like the species of bandicoot. Yeah. Um, and then its tail adds another 4 to 12 inches. And then it's about the same size, like roughly as a house cat. Okay. It's like a good like visual. It's like roughly house cat. Um, and then males are usually twice as large as females. Right on. Yeah. Um, and then along with its rear-facing pouch, it has six to ten nipples to protect and feed its babies. Um, which is good. Protect with the nipples, huh? Protect with its pouch. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> protect the pouch. pouch. <laughs> and then the nipples to feed the babies. And the thing with like marsupials is that they can only feed the amount of babies that they have nipples for. So oh. like if they have like so if they only had six but they had eight babies, only six would survive. Oh. Yeah, it's super sad. So that's like the two. the downside to like marsupials having a limited amount of Nips. nips. Unlike dogs who just have a run that, like, you have to rotate who yeah, feeds. Now. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the bandicoot is one of the few marsupials to have a developed placenta, which is very interesting. Um, however, it's still very different and lacks a lot of certain features that make it still separated from other mammals' placentas. Mm. So that's the other thing is, like, marsupials don't usually have placentas. They usually just have, like, this grain of rice or tiny, like, baby, like, that's just a few inches that like, comes out, and then it crawls into the pouch, and then it grows into, like, what you see their joeys as. Yeah. Like, little babies. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that it has some form of, like, placenta is, like, super odd for a mercy. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And you know all about placentas because you have a baby. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I have even heard that people may consume the placenta. Yes. For yes. its nutrients. And yes. And that... Sounds awful. Yeah. So I am not, not one of those people, but I also had a very diseased placenta. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in general, even if I had a healthy one, I'm not one. But if you want to be one, please to consume. each their own. Yeah, please consume at your own, own leisure and enjoy yes. it. Yes. I'm okay. Um, And then, so their conservation efforts, do you want to take a guess? Okay. And this is the, uh, if they're if threatened, threatened he's um, concerned. Maybe threatened. I don't know why. I want to feel like because there's not that many different ones, they might be more. And, and yeah, like I'm just going risk. off of that. Yeah, more at risk. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, threatened. Maybe That's not endangered, but threatened. Good guess. Um. So the con- the status for bandicoots is actually very, like, widely there's a few different status things for them because of the different species. Mm-hmm. So the long-nosed bandicoot is a least concerned for the IUCN red list. However, some of the other species are near threatened or are already endangered. Mm. And then the um, pig-footed bandicoots, which is a certain <laughs> genus of them, yeah. they have particularly long and thin legs. They actually went extinct in the 20th century. Oh, no. So some of them are already extinct. Oh. Um, and then there is another specific type of bandicoot, the eastern barred bandicoot. It's extinct in mainland Australia, and so it only resides now in Tasmania. So con- con- conservationalists <laughs> are making an effort to breed endangered bandicoots in captivity and then reintroduce them to predator- predator-free areas in the wild. But in order to make this a long-term, like, effect, because it's only short-term and they can't do this all the time, yeah. Because of the reason they're so endangered or threatened in their home areas, 
um, because of where they fall on the food chain. So in order to get them to be happy and free in a predator-free environment or in general throughout their native homes, they would have to get rid of foxes and rabbits <laughs> out of the ecosystem. Aww. So their ecosystem is also a problem for why they're... Their numbers are plummeting. I see. But but there is hope for other species of bandicoots that are doing just fine. Yes. So not all of them are endangered or threatened, but some of them are. You poor fellows. Yeah. Um, there's not a whole lot on their history, but what they do have is that um, after careful analysis of the evidence suggests that bandicoots evolved some tens of millions of years ago. Um, however, bandicoots are poorly represented in fossil records and have left behind only a few, like, incomplete bones so far, so they don't even have, like, a full fossil. Um, and then much of what they know about bandicoots evolution is obtained from, like, genetic analysis, Mm -hmm. and they do that by looking at certain key points in the genome, and then scientists can learn how different species are related by how far back they split off from each other. So okay. a lot of their history comes more from like their genetics rather than their fossils. Fossil records. <laughs> yeah, cause, but they do believe that it was like tens of millions of years ago that they evolved, which is still oh, impressive. Really? Yeah. So they've been around for a while. No doubt. Yeah. Um, and then as we said, they live in Australia. So they uh, live in nests near a source of water. And then this nest is typically comprised of a small hole in the ground with a covering of foliage and vegetation. And then each bandicoot has a natural range and it will defend aggressively from intruders. Um, And then sometimes the males and females range will overlap, but the males are more particular about keeping the other males out of their homes Mm. and their territories. They don't mind so much if the ladies pass onto their their lands like, oh, hello there. (laughs) But you stay out still. I guess we can share this fence line, but... You're lucky you're beautiful. Yeah, That's you what the guy says. <laughs> If another male comes on, they're you're ready. ready to fight. <laughs> I would love to see the aggression of these cute animals. What does that look like? Right? What does that look like? <laughs> like this tiny little kangaroo possum. Just <laughs> leaping <in>. around. <laughs> and he's like, whoa, okay, man. Yelling, mercy, yeah. mercy, 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 mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Maybe really... they are saying mercy. Oh no. <laughs> mercy. mercy. They're just fighting all the time. You won't find it here. <laughs> mercy. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then their native habitat is Australia, Tasmania, New Guinea, and then other smaller Pacific islands around that same region. And they occupy a large range of different habitats, including woodlands, rainforests, wetlands, grasslands, and very at various evolution. Evolutions. Evolutions. Oh my gosh. I cannot. Elevations. There we go. Words are hard, you they guys. They are. They're tough ones. <clears throat> um, and then the thick vegetation helps to conceal them from predators. And bandicoots are capable of adapting to human environments as well, such as buildings, vehicles, and other human structures, which also kind of wow. helps protect them from in hiding spots from birds. Yes. That's actually pretty impressive. Yeah. To be able to do that. So... They are capable of adapting to the city life. I would say is that's probably not a very common for a lot of animals to adapt to that kind of not thing. Super I think they enough. were like, man, it's noisy, it's loud, stinky, get yeah. me away from it. Concrete grumble. Mm, yeah. Plus all the cars. Yeah. That kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of animals do have a hard time adapting to humans encroaching on their <laughs> on yeah. their turf. 
Um, but there are a handful that are very well adapted that, like, you can just drop them anywhere and they're like, all right. All right. Like, the fox is one that's like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) You got a bunch of garbage out here for me. (laughs) Yeah. Some, some animals are very adaptable while others are like, what's happening? Get me away from this. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that they're capable of adapting to us taking over their homes. Very interesting. That's very cool. So what do you think they eat? Bandicoots, mm-hmm. uh, probably not dung. So <laughs> probably not. I no. could be surprised. Nope, they don't. Uh, they probably eat the dung beetles, though. They probably eat them. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Um, they live near water sources. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think maybe they are more uh, herbivore. Herbivores. Maybe, yeah, herbivores for sure. So a lot of vegetation and everything. Although. When I think of Australia, sadly, I just think of desert. I do not yeah. think of anything else. I could, I'm could obviously be horribly wrong. There could be lush, beautiful places out there in Australia, but the murderous spiders and everything else uh, really prevent my brain <laughs> from down picturing a beautiful <laughs> landscape in Australia. Yeah, pretty much. Just a wasteland <laughs> of weird creatures out there. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think. Uh, Omnivores where they eat like both, right? Like yeah. dabble and both. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say herbivore though. They don't look too om- uh, omnivory and definitely not car- carnivorous. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say herbivores with beautiful plants. You know, grass. Beautiful plants yeah, in the desert in the that desert. you can't imagine. Yeah, dung beetles probably. <laughs> if they eat dung beetles, that would make them I mean, an omnivore. Omnivore. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say omnivore. 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 Because they eat plants and beetles. only dung beetles. Yeah, only the dung beetles. They're strict to their beautiful yeah, plants. They don't and seem their scavenger like. Like, oh, here's a corn. Let's go I'll munch. Just munch them. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely uh, more on the plant side. Yeah. They're not afraid to get to get down and on dirty with the dung beetles. <laughs> afraid to get dirty with the dung. <laughs> Those beetles. Um, they are omnivores. Yay! Yay! So they eat insects, probably dung beetles. Yes. They eat spiders. They also eat small reptiles and eggs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so they are egg snatchers, <laughs> and then they further like veggies and berries. They'll eat roots, berries, seeds, and tubers. So they do oh, eat some vegetation tubers, as well. Potatoes. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then how they're able to do all of this is they have a very sharp sense of smell and hearing that they can easily distinguish potential prey below the ground. Mm-hmm. So like all their little reptiles and insects. Um, they locate the food, and then the bandicoot will dig a hole with their sharp front claws and their long snouts, and then it will sometimes travel more than a mile each night in search of food. Wow. Yeah. You're pretty far for the yeah. little guys. They, they've got some speed on them. They're yeah. happy to travel for their dung beetles. <laughs> <laughs> and their little eggs and tubers. Oh. Oh. I just imagine bringing home. Then they potatoes. bring it to you, and you make them like a cute little meal. Oh. <laughs> They're like, so sweet. They're so cute. They are cute. I cannot wait to, to hear the dark facts. <laughs> the I dark just know facts. what's going to happen. I just know something facts. awful about these guys. They're like, cute. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe they're just maybe they don't, super though. cute. Yeah. Who knows? We'll find out. I honestly <laughs> don't remember half of the stuff I learned. <laughs> I forget it so fast. A nice refresher. Yep. <laughs> um, so they're threats and predators. What do you think oh. attacks these cute little guys? What do you think they have to hide from? Uh, probably some kind of birds, hawks, anything like that, yeah. uh, is what I picture. I don't know. 
about reptiles munching on them too much. What kind of big snakes are out there in it's Australia. Australia? Everything's out there. It's true. <laughs> uh, glide bird eating spider, maybe. Glide uh, <laughs> bird I, I think I think it's got a oh man I didn't even think about it. Like hyenas maybe if they're out there? I don't think hyenas are in Australia no? I think they're okay. in Africa yeah. uh, <laughs> lions <laughs> elephants no uh, I, I think I think most of it has got to be like some kind of bird like a hawk of some sort I think that's got to be yeah. the main the main one that's putting in their numbers perfect that's my guess I love it good guess um so. Their main things that they try to run and hide from are dingoes. Oh, dingoes! Snakes, owls. Ah, see, told you, man. Owls owls are scary. Um, and other large birds of prey. So there you go. I didn't even think about dingoes. I forgot. Dingoes are native to Australia, right? Actually, they're not. No, they discovered they're not native to Australia, which is super weird because they're like only in Australia. Yeah, that was old. And everyone's like, they're native to Australia, but they recently discovered that they're not. There's, I, I can't remember if it was something me and my friends made up a long time ago, if it was actually a line in a movie, but someone was telling the story about how they were backpacking in Australia, and they had to fight, fight off a wild pack of dingoes. Nice. With just a machete, or like, <laughs> something silly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I didn't even think about dingoes. Dingoes! Dingoes are jerks, if I'm not mistaken. They are jerks. So, yeah. Cool name, though. Yeah. Great And name. I mean, ultimately, if you can... But, domesticate them they're a friendly doggish they're like doggish they're, they're like australia's wolf <laughs> <laughs> so um other things that are posing a threat to them are domesticated cats and dogs what? or wild cats and dogs oh. foxes because foxes we brought foxes over jerks. and have ruined australia's ecosystem we're sorry yep. um technically it wasn't america it was other people so whatever um, but also, surprisingly, rabbits. Rabbits? Rabbits what? are a threat to How? They don't eat them, but because they have direct competition for land and resources. Oh. So rabbits and bandicoots fight for the same resources. Battle for the land. Mm-hmm. Wow, that sucks. So they are believed to be a threat. To the bandicoot. Wow. Isn't that odd? A that rabbit? Really a rabbit of all <laughs> things. Rabbit v. Bandicoot. Right. I mean, that just sounds like the cutest fight on earth. Crash Bandicoot number five! <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, having to fight a rabbit! <laughs> a really big one from, like, what is it? The Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> Where it's, like, the size of. <laughs> so, like, basically, Crash Bandicoot, but. What would, what's, like. Massive. Smash rabbit. I don't know. Smash rabbit. <laughs> smash rabbit. Rabbit smasher. <laughs> smasher. The ultimate competition right there. Oh. Um, humans are also a threat because no humans suck. Yeah, suck. We do. That's always Very the theme. Invasive. We suck. <laughs> invasive, toxic, yep. polluting, destructive. Yep. yep. Uh, really just like leeches. Yeah. Really, we are. We just suck everything dry. <laughs> give it all the big suck. And then leave nothing behind. It's quite miserable. It, yeah, we, we do suck. I was just watching this uh, thing about the Matrix. And oh, stuff. Nice. I know it's completely different from animals, but... I love the Matrix. Yeah, I know. It's just so like crazy because 
Oh, what the happens robots? to the animals in the Matrix oh, they're universe? All they're all gone. They're all gone. Because, That's so sad. Yeah, all everything else just dies off and they just, you know, keep creating humans to generate their robot yeah. world. And yeah. it's like, wow. It's like, how ironic. Yeah. That's what we do. And then that's what they do. The same exact thing. Rip. Rip. (laughs) Matrix versus Terminator, right there. Yeah, seriously. It's the death of us all. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so we we suck because we take their habitats, mostly for farming and industries. Um, And getting rid of their forests not only disrupts their natural territory, but it also makes it really hard for them to hide from their predators. So then they're more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because humans have also reshaped Australia's ecosystem so bad, it's led to bandicoots being more likely to be killed by diseases that are carried by cats and other animals rather than, like, just naturally being picked off by their predators. Um, and then they also become more carriers and vectors for their own diseases. No! Which can also spread to yeah. people and domesticated animals, similar to, like, squirrels or rats or whatever like being able to pass disease Mm -hmm. on to us and then so man that's because we suck and we created it ourselves yeah that's really sad poor dudes sorry bandicoots you guys are so cute you deserve better yeah no doubt um so their behavior do you think they are like super solitary like antisocial or do you think they're like very like let's hang out and party uh, something about it makes me think that they're a little on the antisocial side. Yeah! Because they're territories. Because of how they are. Like, they barely want the babes to come up. <laughs> it's true. You know? And most, <laughs> most social people would be down for that. That's true. Though, the no males thing, that seems to be just a generalized thing across a lot of, like, species. It's true. They're it's just true. like, hey, the ladies can come, but you, you stay over there. It's true. Okay. I'm partying with them right now. <laughs> it's my turn. It's my turn, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so true. Animals are funny. But I guess people are very similar sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they can be. Yeah. yeah, no. I love this puppy. Yeah. Uh, yeah so bandicoots are solitary both in hunting and living they like to live alone in their nests and they like to hunt alone and they only get together for breeding season yeah yeah do you think they're diurnal or nocturnal so up in the day or up at night nocturnal nocturnal ding 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 (laughs) roll man you guess both animals too Wow. Unintentionally, did you? Nah, think I, I, did not, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think you about that. You are on a roll. For someone who doesn't know much about animals, you're doing great. <laughs> I don't know anything. I really so don't. The bandicoot is nocturnal. You can see my computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the so they come out at night to eat and feed. I guess that's the same thing. Um, so they come out at night to feed and avoid dangerous predators, and then they spend most of their time hunting and looking for food. And then they do make a lot of different sounds, um, and it just depends on what their mood is, which I think is always so funny. Like, when they have specific mood sounds, it makes me laugh. (laughs) Like, oh, look, they're good at communicating their emotions. Um, So sometimes they emit a pig-like grunt when they're foraging for food, and then sometimes they'll also make, like, a squeak or a hissing sound when they're disturbed or agitated. And then they also make additional vocalizations when they're mating or locating other individuals. And then, as we also discussed, they make the Marcy sound. Marcy! Yeah, Marcy! Marcy noise! <laughs> Which is not actually true. But it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I, 
I always oh. find it so funny when they're like, based on their mood, they communicate <laughs> differently. <laughs> I'm like, I, I love it. I want to hear those noises, you know? I want to hear the little... Is yeah. they like digging Why around? Pig rat. Yeah. <laughs> when they make the squeakier noises or when animals do that, I don't know why, but it always makes me feel bad. It always makes me oh, feel like they're pain. hurt. Yeah, yeah. in pain. That's true. So do you just think rats and mice are always in pain? Mm-hmm. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> Maybe if you pain. were actually on their level, it's actually like a deep sound, but because mm-hmm. they're so small, like a squeaky yeah. toy. Maybe that's why it's so high pitched to us. But like, if you were their size, it maybe could be like a terrifying growl yeah this is scary <laughs> now <laughs> squeak 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 <laughs> squeak <laughs> what's the creepiest squeak you can do mm, squeak <laughs> that was that was very creepy but not in like I'm about to be murdered way but like, like a I'm about to like be molested way, way. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! that was a little <laughs> scary yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've learned a new side of you cody <laughs> i can do the creepy i can do the, the you can do the creep i can do the creepy uncle yeah, oh no i can do that one thank you <laughs> mm, cool. looking pretty good with your hair like you make it. me feel like a hot fudge sundae <laughs> <laughs> and a fat kid just wants to eat it <laughs> is that lavender you're wearing I saw your shoes by the front door. You sound like Olin Rogers. <laughs> I give him a whiff. Oh, gross. Done <laughs> <laughs> being creepy uncle right now. <laughs> I hope everyone enjoyed this segment of Cody being creepy. Yeah. Creepy Cody. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Now you just got to turn that into, like, your Batman style voice of... Protect. No one would feel protected <laughs> if I was around. Okay. How you doing? <laughs> I got him. <laughs> Job's finished. <laughs> yeah, man, just please leave already. It's, it's, it's okay. I'll come out at night. I'll only come out at night. <laughs> I look for unsuspecting victims. No, that's not what he says. I'm looking to instill justice in, in you. <laughs> A creepy can you and like awkward can you make I'm trying it? to be a good guy but I'm just like saying everything in the worst possible ways you know I feel like that's very fitting I think so I think it, I think it is alright so the bandicoot's lifestyle it's not creepy uncle no um, I hope not the, the reproductive behavior of the bandicoot still kind of remains a mystery um but what they have discovered is that they do have particularly long breeding seasons and it just kind of depends on the species on when they occur and for how long um but they do believe that they can do like have a few mating cycles within the same year um so it is also believed that the males and sometimes even the females can have multiple mating partners with in the exact same breeding season so like they can hook up multiple times rather than just like a one and done they're uh, like okay. hey oh hey that's they're they're pretty social and they get around during those oh, few times that they're uh, feeling frisky little... they don't just be like i'm good i've already i've already yeah. been hooked up it's like eh, why not it's like why not kind of almost like 
in orgy maybe, but yeah, not but separate. composed. Yeah, yeah. separate. So they just, just they like, all see multiple they partners. Love, they just love mating. So instead of like speed dating, it's yeah. speed mating. I like that. <laughs> speed mating. Where do I sign up for that <laughs> IRL? <laughs> Where do I get the speed mating on? I like no, that. you gotta say that in the creepy uncle. <laughs> Where can I find some speed mating? <laughs> that is creepy. <laughs> um, so the male bandicoot will usually depart quickly after. <laughs> because of speed mating like, yeah, leaving like, the female out. to raise the young on her own so he doesn't help out oh, he's an abandoned father jerk yeah terrible i knew it there was something bad about yeah, you yeah they don't they don't help Cute, raise the young you, <laughs> you know they have a lot to they they have to save the universe from Got the you. cortex or whatever yeah, it is yeah it's true They're <laughs> off on the mission to stop the scientists yep um, so a female bandicoot will produce anywhere between two to six young at a time, so she usually has enough nipples That's to feed good. all the babies. Um, although sometimes she will have multiple litters per breeding season, which is kind of crazy, so that's when it kind of gets crowded in there oh, and awkward. competitive. Mm-hmm. Because, Uh-oh. you want to guess how long their gestation period lasts? How long? Uh, 12 to 15 days. Wow. So that's why they okay. can have multiple litters in a single yeah, breeding that is season. Pretty, pretty because, fast. Because uh, if they have two to six every time, and they do it like two or three times, and soon they're like, they're running out We're of space. Running out, man. It's so survival there. of the fittest at that rate. Um, but then, so once they're born, they're known as joeys, and they'll remain in the pouch for a few months until they're matured. And then during that time, the joeys are, they start out naked and underdeveloped, and then they measure only to be about a half inch in size, and then they just hang out in the pouch and eat the mom's milk, and they grow, and then after they leave the pouch, the young joey will continue to stay with the mom in the nest until it's ready to go forage and live on its own. And then it finds its own territory to be protective of, and then it has its own speed mating The good old cycle repeats. Yep. And then they typically reach maturity after about five to six months. And its lifespan is also very short. Oh, no. It only lives two to three years in the wild. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a short-lived little the guy. The little fella, about the same lifespan of the dung. Yeah. Of the dung beetle. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. That, and it's a cute one. That is adorable. But wow. at least they have quite a few babies. And quite a few yeah, partners. They, and yeah, they, they definitely, definitely live yeah. their life to the fullest in just few years. Absolutely. <laughs> Antisocial, social. Oh my gosh, they're totally introverts. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they're like, yeah. no, no, no. I'm feeling, yeah, I'll, I'll party. And then yeah. they party really hard for a bit. And then they're like, I need to rest. Okay. Leave me alone. Yeah. And then when they're feeling good, they go party they again. They go do it again. Yep. <laughs> they're very much introverts. All right. Ready for famous ones? Yes. The only one I could find is Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> they do have um, a movie coming out, or it just came out. I don't remember. But it's about the Bilby, and I think Bandicoots might make an appearance in it. I'm not sure. Okay. So, but it is a cousin of the Bandicoot, so you can always watch. I think it's a short um, called Bilby. It's super cute looking. A little Aww. animation. 
But the most famous one I could find was the video game character Crash Bandicoot, which is an eastern bar baird, baird, bard, um, bandicoot, which if we remember is, I believe, is it? Yeah, it is extinct from mainland Australia and only found in Tasmania. Oh. So, they are one of the endangered ones. And um, Cortez is trying to kill him? Yeah, wow. I know, I know. What a jerk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> while normal bandicoots are much smaller, Crash Bandicoot, as we know, is very large he and he fights evil. Large. Um, the story reveals that he has been genetically modified to become a larger and bipedal bandicoot, which bipedal means that he's able to walk on two legs, mm-hmm. like a human, um, among other abilities like speed and spinning and strength and stuff. Yeah, it's funny because you look at the cartoon character, the Tasmanian Devil. Mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. similar spins. Yep. Though completely different animals. Yeah. And uh, both marsupials. Oh. Mm-hmm. Tis, you said that already. Yes. So. Interesting. Doesn't mean too much though. They're very, very different. Because <laughs> Tasmanian Devils are carnivorous. <laughs> they're jerks, if I'm not mistaken. Like actually, mm-hmm. they're not super jerks. No. No. I thought they were like more on the vicious side. No. That's they not... sound vicious, but they're actually just whatever. Kind of chill. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to get bit by them because they have really strong bite and nasty teeth, but ultimately oh, okay. they don't really attack people. That's good. They just want their dead meat because they don't yeah. kill anything. They just, they're literally the garbage disposals of nature. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> did you do an episode on that? I did. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think it's where the home is where the devil is. It just was a few weeks ago that it came out. Literally a few weeks ago it came out. Amazing. All the other ones we've talked about have like just recently come out or mm. will be coming out by the time this one airs. Okay. So. That's cool. Yeah. All right. I did do Tasmanian Devils just a little bit ago. And I, I do a sound where you hear like an actual Tasmanian Devil and then I do the sound where you hear the Looney Tunes sound. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to play it for you after this. It's super funny. Um, all right. So story time. Mm. Because we're going to hear about a mythological mythological story by the Aboriginal people of Northern Australia about okay. the Bandicoot. Um, this story is about, I'm going to burn out to say this name, and I'm sorry, uh, Kaora. Um, and according to one legend, during the dream time, Kaora lay sleeping on the earth when his head rose a tall, from his head rose a tall pole, which is called a very specific thing that I cannot say because mm-hmm. um, it's a hard word. And then it was, so it was a living creature. Its bottom was resting on his head and its top was reaching into the sky. From his armpits and navel emerged bandicoots who dug their way out and into the earth just as the sun was rising into the sky. And then Kaora followed followed them, seized two of the animals, then cooked them and ate them. He then went back to sleep and then a bull roar emerged from his armpit and it took form and grew into a young man. And when Kaora woke, his son danced around him, and it was known as, like, the first, like, festival night or something. And then Kaora's son hunted for the bandicoots as well, which they cooked and ate. Then Kaora slept again and created two more sons, and then this continued some time until eventually all the bandicoots um, that Kaora had created had been eaten, and the men then became hungry. They then hunted, they, like, went hunting, and they couldn't find any game. And then on their way back, they heard a sound from the from a bull roar, 
and then they searched for the source of the noise, and then they came across a sandhill wallaby, and then they caught it, broke its leg, and the sandhill wallaby called out, and he said that he was not a bandicoot, but a man just like them. So then they let him go, and he limped away. <clears throat> then the hunters continued on their way when they came across Kaor approaching them, and he led them back to their watering hole, where they sat at the edge, and then the pool at the edge of the pool, and a great flood of honey from the honeysuckle um, filled it and engulfed them, and then Kaor remained in the pool, and their sons were washed away down to where the sandhill wallaby that they had previously injured was waiting for them, and then that place became a sacred place, and Kaor is said to still be remaining at the watering hole where he lies in eternal sleep. And you can actually go visit this place where it's like, wow. and you can see like, these like hills where it looks like three people sitting so it looks like his sons and then it like looks like where Kaor is sleeping in this watering hole mm -hmm. and you have to like bring something there and before you can drink from the watering hole wow. so that's really cool yeah so there's a aboriginal story. legend nice that has that's something to do with bandicoots Aww, <clears throat> that's neat look at the broke broken leg part and the fact that they killed all the bandicoots, <laughs> they ate them all. <laughs> and yes, they broke the leg yeah. of a sandhill wallaby, yeah. but they didn't kill him. They but they did guy. kill all of the bandicoots. Yeah. All right, so lightning round. Lightning sound. Ooh, that was a good one. I tried to do higher pitch because if I was doing thunder, it'd be deeper. True. I tried to true. do like a higher pitch one. For true. That. I liked it. It was a good one. <laughs> Mine is always sounds like lasers or something. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some fun sound effects. It'd be fun. Yeah, cool. I do one. have drum rolls for my family, but yeah. <laughs> anyways, so lightning round. Um, the Bandicoot entered public consciousness after the release of the popular video game Crash Bandicoot for the Sony PlayStation in 1996. And then when first discovered, the Bandicoot was originally mistaken for a type of rodent. A yes. Bandicoot can travel um, at speeds of up to 15 miles per hour. Wow. Yep. That is really fast. fast. Yeah, that is zippy. Yeah, faster than I can ride a bike. <laughs> um, and then to waterproof their hideouts and their nests, they will kick a layer of soil over the top of their nest while it's raining to keep it dry, yeah. which I think is super cute. That is adorable. And then they, this is so weird, I couldn't find too much more on this, but they mark their territory with a gland found behind their ear. Uh, <laughs> what? I, I don't. I I couldn't find too much on that, but I was like, "What?" Interesting. <laughs> Stinky for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Super odd. Um, and then the last thing is, can bandicoots be pets? That is a great question. Would you want them as a pet? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think so. I think the best case it might not be. The best yeah. but i could be horribly wrong i'm gonna say no <laughs> um it is currently illegal to Ooh. poach or catch bandicoots in australia however the legality of owning a captive born bandicoot just varies by state um however they're nocturnal they're shy and they're skittish and then they can be highly excitable by nature so they at one moment can be like really quiet and just being its own like little bandicoot and then it might suddenly explode into activity mm -hmm. if it's handled or just even attempted to be handled 
Um, so they should never be held by its tail, just like gerbils shouldn't be, because this can peel the skin off, which is terrifying. Ooh, that sounds painful. Yeah. No. Um, and they're very easily stressed, and they uh, should be protected from loud sounds or unusual noises and also unusual odors. So, with all that in mind, probably not the best pet. You can't cuddle them. You can't hold them. Yeah. They can just get insanely crazy. They're fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have sharp teeth and claws. Oh, yeah. So, uh... Gotta be a negative, man. Probably not Gotta the be, best, because yeah. they up at night, and they're also not not very cuddly. They look cuddly, but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> just get a, get a bandicoot plushie or something. There you go. Cuddle with there that. There you go. Cuddle with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as a side note, if you do come across an injured or distressed bandicoot, don't attempt to help it. Like, just keep your eye on it and call for local wildlife experts um, to help bandicoot and don't raise it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is wild and it needs proper attention with people who know how to handle them. Yeah. <laughs> so, plus mm-hmm. they carry disease. Yeah, that's the other part. Oh. Sad, sad, sad. So that's the bandicoot! Yay, bandicoots! Yay, bandicoots! Very cute. Very adorable. Bandicoots are cute! Mm-hmm. Bandicoots! Bandicoots, more like it. <laughs> yeah. Who uh, participate in speed mating. <laughs> yes. And they run around going, Mercy! Mercy! <laughs> speed mating for sure. Yeah. I'm into that. That's <laughs> speed mate. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note <laughs> bye yes <laughs> thank you so much for joining me animal lovers and also thank you to my special guest this week please rate review and tell all your friends so i can continue with your support and sharing fun animal facts with you i would love to hear from you your stories your experiences any suggestions you might have also i would love to see any fun cool art you guys do you can email them to me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow Animal Facts Podcast on Instagram for updates, cool art, and other fun animal-related news. Click the link in the description for the resources, the donation links to saving the different animals we talk about, merchandise, and other fun things. A special thank you to my family for my really fun drum rolls, my best friend Jewel for my awesome music, and to my guests for joining me in my animal passions. Thank you again, animal lovers, for listening and supporting me in my animal discoveries and adventures. And until next time, bye! Alright, your last random fact that doesn't have anything to do with bandicoots, but it does have something to do with collections! What do we got? An otter will find a pebble as a juvenile sometimes, and it'll keep it for its whole life. They also are known to store favorite rocks that they will use for cracking up open mollusks and clams. Oh, so they so like cute. keep them in their little pouch pockets of oh, their fur, of their adorable. favorite rocks and pebbles. Like, so they collect that. them. That's amazing. <laughs> I didn't even know that. That's I didn't so either. great. So there you go. Aww. Otters collect rocks. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I got for you. Yay! Yay!